Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. As a proudly African-born individual, it breaks my heart when you see the world turns a blind eye whenever there's a disaster that takes place in Africa. A church or a cathedral can burn down in France. It will capture the world's attention. But there can be bloodshed on a scale known to none, and the world literally turns a blind eye. What am I talking about about Sudan? We now have a massive problem happening in Sudan, and this problem could escalate in one of the biggest countries in Africa. Joining us now is Tim Bisa Fakuda. He is a political analyst, and I'm hoping that he can give us an update and make a little bit of sense of what's happening within the Sudanese situation. Uh, Tim Bisa, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Tabisa, let's start off with what's happened and what we can see happening in coming weeks. I was very surprised as an ex-military man to see two um, points of power when it came to the military in Sudan. There was the normal defense force, but there was a parallel paramilitary force that seemed to coexist, which bizarrely is is not what we normally see. If one looks at Somalia, for example, we see warlords. In other countries, we see militias. But in Sudan, they seem to be at a stage working side by side. How was that even possible? Well, it was all about trying to maintain some semblance of peace and achieve some stability after the coup in Sudan. The RSF has always been powerful. It's the same situation as you find in Lebanon, where you have Hezbollah, that's a very strong uh, paramilitary force. In Ethiopia, it's something similar in Tigray and in Omara region. Now we know that in uh, Oromo, I mean, and Amhara also having a problem. So this is an African phenomenon, and it does exist um, in other places of the world. So in Sudan in particular, it was mainly to uh, maintain that semblance of peace. But the RSF has had the support of the government since its inception. I remember the havoc they created and displacement of millions of people in Darfur under the um, patronage of uh, former president of Sudan, Hassan Omar um, Hassan al-Bashir. And they've also been involved in exporting some of their capabilities. They fought along Khalifa al-Haftar in Libya. They have also fought along the Sudanese army in the Saudi-led coalition in Yemen against the Houthis. So the Sudanese government had, to an extent, encouraged the RSF. Last time I was in Sudan, they were guarding the uh, presidential palace, etc. So it was the Sudanese government and the people of Sudan who actually encouraged the, the proliferation of the RSF. It sounds much to me like a mercenary force um, when you talk about all the different areas of conflict they've been involved in. Oh, yeah. I mean, in, in, in Darfur, they were certainly a mercenary force. And now we know that they're working with the Wagner Group. Again, in Darfur, um, because suddenly there's some mining contracts and concessions that were given to the Wagner Group. And the RSF is working with the Wagner Group in ensuring that they protect the manpower and the property uh, there as they continue to extract minerals in that part of the world. So they are a militia group. But the, the fact that Hameti, who Mohammed Hamdan Dagalo, the head of the RSF, was incorporated into the uh, Transitional Sovereign Council tells you the type of politics that most African countries still go through, that of trying to appease the opponents um, 
uh, so that there can be some semblance of peace. And it's happening around Africa, which is, again, a, a very serious problem. You're 100% right. If one looks to the Niger Delta, you had Mend. If you look towards the north, you had Boko Haram. Um, they based not just on tribal lines, but also on religious lines. And, of course, you've got these, these problems with mercenary groups infiltrating and monetizing these situations. Where to from here when it comes to Sudan? Do you see the situation getting worse? I think the situation is going to get worse. The best that Sudanese can do now is to deal with Darasef once and for all, because you can't have this paramilitary uh, existing along 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 uh, side of each other. So it has to be sorted out uh, one way or the other. But again, to try and incorporate Hemeti or the Mohammed Amdan Degolo into the government, again, it will be another compromise, uh, because you're just trying to uh, avoid uh, violence when you are trying to achieve peace at whatever cost. The RSF at the end of the day, it's like Mkondo was seized in South Africa. It had to dismantle. Um, but for, 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 for Sudan to allow it to exist alongside the Sudanese army is going to be a problem. I'm talking about these paramilitary forces. I've argued in a paper that I've written that we might just find ourselves in future in the same problem. The fact that we allow formations such as the MKMVA, which is Mkondo was seized, to exist, although they don't have arms, but we've seen the ambitions um, when Jacob Zuma was about to be arrested in 2018. I mean, in, tw- in 2021, they came in his defense and they said that anyone who wants to um, arrest Jacob Zuma have to go through them first. That for me was a, was, was a problem. Uh, we know that the ANC is likely to uh, lose its majority for the first time. What if the ANC lose power? What's going to happen? Uh, what will be the reactions of the MKVA, which has been which has been allowed in South Africa to proliferate? In fact, now they've got new membership. Some of the youngsters who um, who in South Africa are now joining the Umkonto Sisa Veterans League. It's a, it's a challenge and it's a problem. I mean, we need to make sure if we are to achieve any semblance of peace in Africa, this paramilitarism has to stop. Timbisa Fakude, thank you for that. It's a problem that we've seen throughout Africa. It's a problem that we hope to see the back of every time this unrest rises its ugly head. And we hope that perhaps the AU can intervene. We don't want to see international armies coming into into Africa. We've heard about the Wachler Group's involvement, and this is something that really needs to come to an end. Tabisa Fakude is a political analyst and senior research fellow at AfriAid, and he was giving us his insights on Sudan.